and we're back. And we're back. Happy for New another. Year. <laughs> <laughs> we're, back. we're back for another episode of the gold digger podcast you have jess here and ty and guess what guys we have some special guests today insert hand claps da, 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 da. we have demi and also kenyana so tell us a little bit about your background demi Intro, like a, a quick introduction of yourself and then we'll take it on to kenyana Okay, cool. So I'm Demi. Um, happy Women's Month, everybody. I am currently serving as the Director of Volunteer and Corporate Relations for a local nonprofit here in the metro Atlanta area. Um, my background is pretty much in nonprofit and nonprofit management. I got my bachelor's from Georgia State in public policy, concentrating in nonprofit leadership. Got my master's in nonprofit management. Um, been in the field or the sector for probably about six years now. Um, so that's my normal job and or I guess my full-time job excuse me and then on the side I have a business partner and we uh, own and operate Empowered Solutions. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hi everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi everyone. My name is Kenyana Weaver. I am the director of programs at a local nonprofit. Me and Demetra actually work together. Um, I focus on building strong relationships with people in the community and other agencies. I also do a lot of programming, planning, making sure that we're getting resources out to the community. So I do a lot of things at the front and also behind the scenes. My background is in public health. And I have been in the public health field for five years, and I focus on community health. That okay. is awesome. I love all this. Nice. It's like, this is the great time, especially it being Women's History Month. We wanted to bring on some dope women with some dope energy, just to talk about a little bit what they're into, um, what's, what it's like going ahead, and then what their main focus is. So, Jess, you want to kick it off with us? Yeah, I'm more interested in... Um, Demi and the background so like what got you started so I mean like as you were talking I heard like you know a lot of key words but just tell me a little bit about like what drives your passion and like what kind of got you going in the field cool cool so initially how this happened was I am a first generation college student mm -hmm. and so I was like okay cool you know in high school everybody said go get a business degree go get a business degree back in the day that's what it was so I was like, okay cool I'm gonna go to Georgia State get me a business degree and go on my merry way. Mm -hmm. Um, I was sitting in accounting too, failed it, long story short. Okay. Sat with an advisor and the advisor was like, Okay, you know, I recommend you take it again. And I was like, I recommend I not because <laughs> I'm wasting time Understood. and That's money. Yeah. And so she was like, Okay, well, like, what are you passionate about? I was like, helping people, can you make a career out of that? Mm -hmm. And I was she was like, Yeah, actually you can. I was like, Oh, okay, like what is it? And she was like, Oh, okay, it's called the nonprofit nonprofit work so then I started to do a little bit more research on it I ended up changing my major that day and I was mm -hmm. like okay cool you said that this I can make a career out of this so I'm just gonna change my major went home that night started doing a little bit more research on like the nonprofit sector seeing what it's about you know um and that's really how I got introduced into the nonprofit sector and nonprofit work mm -hmm. um I feel like a lot of it too just drives like my experience and it being like firsthand experience, not just me like Googling this stuff or like telling people, hey, I think this is what you can do. It's like, no, I know you can do this. Mm -hmm. So that's really how I got into the sector. 
um, was one just doing a major change. And then, of course, I um, took on a couple of internships, volunteered, and then I did serve two AmeriCorps terms. And then that turned into a full time job. Nice. But as far as like what drives like me and my passion is really just like access to like anything and everything and like equity. So mm-hmm. just really doing the groundwork and moving the needle forward for, you know, people that look and sound like us. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty awesome that, you know, that you use that setback to kind of like push you forward, right? you know? Yes. So it, it did turn into like a beautiful thing for mm-hmm. you. So yes, I, think, awesome. I find that very interesting too. When you have those stories like that, like mm-hmm. everybody has one of those pivoted moments. Like right. uh, for most people that went like college, it's like you realize, Oh, exactly. this ain't for me. Right. And then mm-hmm. you quickly get on your feet. Like, okay, you find something that you're mostly passionate or, you know, right. you feel like you're mostly aligned yeah. with. And I think that's important too, that mm-hmm. even now that with pushing college, it's like, you know, that's not a big thing for us nowadays. 100%. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you, when you pivot, hey, you just got to find your path, you know, right. and, I agree. and go that. I definitely so, agree. That's cool. That, hey, that deserves some kudos for yes. being right here now. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> so Kenyana, so what is like, been what has it been like for you being in a nonprofit like or an organization like what do you feel like you see like where the most help should be like focused on right now oh that's a great question I would have to say resources yeah for sure because with resources people can elevate Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know when you don't have the proper resources or you don't know about the resources that are at your fingertips then it basically keeps a it keeps people like behind Mm -hmm. and I can say that from personal experience because when I grew up in my environment I didn't know what was out there I didn't have people who knew things because I'm actually a first generation college student too so for me it was more so like I didn't want to be like my environment I wanted to be more I knew I wanted to go to college I wanted to get my degree I didn't know how to do it I had to figure it out I had to do my own research Mm -hmm. I was self-taught um, I just stayed around a lot of people who was very like motivational. Um, I also did like a lot of um, networking, going to different groups, push myself out. I was very shy, extremely shy. Um, I would just go to these networking events and just put myself out there, started talking to people. I'm still kind of shy a little bit, but I'm I feel like I'm from you. Yeah, I, I, now I'm not. I'm pa- yeah, when I'm passionate mm-hmm. about something. Yeah, it's it's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would just have to say, like, you know, just growing up in an environment and not having a lot of resources at hand Mm -hmm. and just knowing what I wanted and pushing myself, I can say, like, working for a nonprofit and being able to provide them with resources because I have the knowledge. I've experienced it. I know how to get the resources because I know how to network. I'm not afraid to network, Mm -hmm. and I'll make stuff happen. So. I feel like I bring a lot of things to the table where I'm at now because I can do all of those things and I'm not afraid to do it. Two steps. Hey, <laughs> I like that. I like that. So I got a question and it's kind of like off the record. Okay. okay. So, I mean, just answer however you choose. <laughs> but I'm just wondering, just in your nonprofit work, like what story kind of resonates with you the most or like what has kind of like stuck with you as far as like your impact, and, you know, how you've helped, you know? Oh wow, that's a really great question. Mm, that's making you think, really right? Deep. Yeah, <laughs> that is deep. That is deep. I mean, but most of the time you think of like this one instance, right? Right. And you're just like, okay, that stuck with me. 
it made me kind of just like it's like the highlight moment of your right yeah, uh-huh. you know, right. yeah. I'm gonna tell you what did it you just because you really made me like dig like really deep when you hit me with that one I would have to say so my own personal experience I ended up losing somebody really really close to me mm-hmm. and so for me it was more so like I want to really do what I'm really passionate about and it's helping people. You know, at first when I went to college, it was more so like what Demi was saying, like get a business degree, get something in mm-hmm. healthcare so you can always have a job. Did that, didn't like it. So when I lost somebody really, really close to me, it was more so like, you know what? You only got one life to live. Absolutely. Live it out to the fullest. Do what you really want to do. Right. And so it pushed me to go back to school, mm-hmm. get my MPH so I can help people in the community doing things behind the scene and at the forefront. So I feel like that was the moment when I realized and I had a reality check because I knew then that I had to do what I needed to do so mm-hmm. I can be happy, be at peace. Right. And continue to do what I love to do. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's good. Yeah. And I, I believe in, like, sharing these amazing stories. That, right. Because you never know how that story can help save right. someone else. So I always feel like when I'm talking to people, like, you know, kind of that vulnerability is, like, it goes to the next level. Because, right. again, your story can help inspire the next generation. You know, it could keep somebody from doing something that they probably wouldn't, even, wouldn't do, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of, you know, their circumstances. But... Yeah, I think that's awesome, though. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that made you dig deep, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good one. It yes. did. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that I like one. that one. Yeah. Um, I would have to say for mine, so prior to getting into this role, I was actually working for a youth development organization. Um, I have a huge heart and passion for like youth. I love like, middle school and high school students. Um, I feel like that age tends to be that one age group that we tend to leave behind. A lot of times in after school programs, in the nonprofit world, um, and programming in general, it's always like, we have an opportunity for a STEM program for six to eight year olds, but it's very, you do find the programs, but they're not like effective or like right. high quality programs. Right. And so um, I just feel like that's such a critical time in like a young person's right. life mm-hmm. that they really do need somebody to kind of just believe in them one and really help guide and support them. And so my like, and to this day, it actually ha- kind of happened over the past couple of months. I've been hearing back from a lot of my teens that mm-hmm. are either like in school and have changed majors, left school because they were just like, it's not for me. Right. Um. So just having those conversations, just still checking up on them and seeing mm-hmm. what they have going on. But that for me is like actually having those conversations and really seeing these kids like grow up into young adults is really special for me. So that would be like probably one thing that really like sticks with me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think it's important for us to um, have people like you guys that want to instill, you know, hope in the youth, because I think a lot of times there's so much lacking being hopeful, you know, mm-hmm. right. like mm-hmm. looking towards their free future because, again, yeah. what they're surrounded by, you yeah. know, again, we go back to resources, education, and I think those things are major, especially for our type of community, right. you know, so I commend you guys for like being into these right. these positions and then using your, your position to help uh, the next generation, so right. mm-hmm. kudos to that. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah, okay. you are a part of women's history, whether you know it. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Yeah, and I, I made a post about how, generation. yeah, like we are like um, the generation that's going to help the next generation. So right. It's like we got to yeah. take on the mantle, sure. you know, because other women paved the way for us. Yeah, that's I awesome. agree. Yep, I agree. Which leads us into now that we are celebrating Women's History Month, do you have like anyone particularly that inspires you? We'll go with Demi. Um, that's a woman. 
Yeah. Yes, for sure. My mom. Everybody that knows me knows I love. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my parents, both my parents. Well, like I love with Indian Women's History. My mom, like, she's just the best. I mean, she really instilled a lot of like great things. Just being like a strong, independent woman. I know that's like has a negative connotation sometimes, but like just being somebody who, you know, is like confident in who they are, never giving up. Um, I like to say she's like the Jill of all trades. Like she knows how to do everything and anything. She's like superwoman. So that is my person. Like I love my mom. Yeah. And like since I was like elementary mom. school, they're like, who is your hero? I always switch between my, my mom, mom and dad, my mom, dad. And, dad. Yeah. mom and dad. So it just depends. But right. yeah, I love my mom. I think so, that's important to have yeah. that figure though, because mm-hmm. it lets you know like the type of woman you can grow up to be and aspire mm-hmm. to be. You for know, sure. and I, right. that's very important because it started at home, you know. Yeah, yeah for sure. So that's that's amazing, and a lot right. of people don't have that. Right. I think we're yeah. amongst the blessed uh, generation yeah, that right. had for stable sure. moms that were pouring to us. That was you yes, know sure. go to bat for us for whatever we right. needed. You mm-hmm. know, that right. worked hard, making you know sometimes working multiple jobs, right. raising multiple kids. You know, so. Yeah. I, that's commendable. The shero generation. Mm-hmm. Right, yes. right. I yes, tell my mom all the time, like, I just hope I can be half the woman you I, I always say that, that too. I always say that too. But I don't want kids. No, but that's, my mom is a stay-at-home yeah, mom. I'm like, it's too. But that's not for me. Yeah. You know, like, not right now. I'm trying to say yeah. 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 Not, not right now. These are blessed, but listen, yeah. they don't come with a manual. You just remember that. Just remember where they at. Every day. Every day. What about you, Kiana? I know this is going to kind of be kind of cliche, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to say myself. And the reason I say that is because I have been independent since I was like a child, small child. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I have inspired other, (laughs) I have inspired other women around me. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because like, with my mom, I feel like, you know, my mom didn't have anyone to kind of like show her like, you can do this, you can do that and believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. It was more so like, I had to be the person who showed her that I had to show my sister that, you mm-hmm. know, and my brother that. So it's more so like, I felt like I'm the one who inspires them to do stuff. I push them outside their comfort right. zone because they never had anything like that growing up. So it's like when they see me do stuff, like I went to college, my sister was like, okay, I can go to college too and graduate. Mm -hmm. When I go to like these networking places, like my mom tells me all the time, she's like, you know what? Like, you're so brave. Like I can never get up and talk in front of somebody. Like, you know, she's really shy. She, she's scared to kind of like put herself out there. So when I come back and I tell her stories of things that I've done, she's just like, you know, you just so amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I just love you so much. You know, you do so much for all of us. You know, she's like, you even push me to do stuff that I normally wouldn't do. So I would have to say myself, okay. I just feel like I inspire yeah. a lot of people around I me. Yeah. <laughs> She got I, I love them. I like to thank you know? me. Yeah. <laughs> I like to thank you. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you got to do right. that. Yeah. Just put yourself first. Right. Yeah, That's for sure. And celebrating yeah. the wins. Yeah. 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 That kind of leads me into the next question. So when was the last time you celebrated yourself? Mm. Oh, yeah. You know what? We neglect ourselves I'm a, a lot. So I man. do. Yeah. And you know what? I do that a lot. Um, It's, it's so funny because today me and my sister were having a 
conversation on the phone. And she was like, you know what? I just had to talk to one of my friends. She was like, because she was just feeling really low. And she said, it made me think about you. She said, because no matter how low you are, she said, you never, ever show it. You just keep pushing. And it's like, I always put myself on the back burner just to make everybody else happen. Like, I don't feel my feelings. It's more so like I bottle it in. And then to the point where I feel like I'm having anxiety attacks Mm. and it can get really, really bad. And so what I've learned to do is I have to figure out how to cope, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, even if that's reaching out to my therapist and be like, hey, I got to schedule a session with you. I need to talk to you like that's my Mm self-care, having close friends around who I can trust, like my best friend, Demetra, like I can tell them anything. Um, also I have to say like, you know, going for like a hike, doing exercises, stuff like that. Things that I enjoy. I even like painting, yeah, like art. It's therapeutic. Yeah, it's yeah, very therapeutic to me. Yeah. So I would have to say the last time I really like celebrated myself would have to be for my birthday this year. But mm-hmm. prior to that, I can't even really remember. It's probably my birthday. I'm gonna be honest, my birthday is when I really celebrate myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can do whatever I wanna do. It's everything's my way. Yeah. So I feel like my birthday is the only birthday time. Yep. My birthday. On. Seriously. I think, we, I think we have to do more of that. Like yeah. Now my, one of my goals for this year was just like I'm gonna celebrate everything. Right. Yeah. 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 Like everything, and unfortunately we've been conditioned to like be strong all right. the time. Yeah. It's like, do we really have to? Right. Like, you know. Right. Maybe? So. Yeah. I was going to say that, too, like playing into that stereotype about the strong black woman. Yeah. Why do we feel like we have to live up to that? Like, nobody else get that title, oh. you know? Nobody, no other race I get know. that title. You know, I know. You're a strong white woman. I know. You're a strong Asian woman. Yeah. So it's like it be the same thing with the intimidating black men. You know, like, well, you know, it's just, it's just oh. labels, you know. It's just, it's At the end of the day, it just labels. makes me wonder where did that come from? Why we feel like we always got to be strong, right? You know, right? Like, why isn't it okay right. for us to just feel? Because like sometimes I don't want to be strong. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. I, I was thinking about that. I do not want to be strong day. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't wanna, yeah. <laughs> and not want to no, but I can't. I'm laughing because like, I can't you, say I, it. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're like, hi, good morning. <laughs> but then down you're yeah. in the car, you're like, right. exactly. I just want to go home. Yeah. And I want to cry, but I can't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have to show right. up. Right. What's going on? Right. Me, but it's so funny because me and Demetrius are the same way. So we were saying. We were like, you know what? It's bad when we got to make appointments to where we need to cry. So we was like, I was like, I only cried two times out of the year, but I had to make an appointment with my sister to cry. Oh so I'd be like, now I give yeah. my, myself permission yeah. to just yeah. let it all flow yes. out. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I think that's important that you're self-aware. Like right. Self-awareness yeah. is amazing, too, that you notice that you're not allowing yourself to be, the, right. be in those vulnerable spaces. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes away for, from us as our femininity, too. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, because why are we always got to be this strong person yeah. like, all the time? Yeah. Like, the weight of the world that's on us. You know, I get right. that. But it's mm-hmm. just like, it's okay to feel your feelings and let yeah. it go. So yeah. I get to the place right. where I'm a crier. I it don't matter. Like I'm a crier. Yeah, I love. I, I love won't just cry people, people that cry. But yeah. I'm a crier. Like I'm yeah. telling you, it could be right. especially church. Now that's my spot. Though, right. You know? Right. Yeah, oh, I let yeah, it yeah. But it ju- it just be moments when I just feel like. Yeah, I'm finna go cry today. I told right. my friend that the other day. I yeah, said, "Yep, I'm, I'm gonna go like, cry. I, just, I was crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was wrong? 
Sometimes it's nothing wrong. It's just that it's well, a. Just I've learned that crying is a healthy emotion. Right. For like, sure. You for have sure. to let that stuff out right. because again, you keep that stuff bottled inside. Like we talk about anxiety. Yeah. Like I know I suffer from anxiety, so it's like I don't want all that pent up right anxiety and depression. Right. So I just think it's important to have those appointments to like. Right. let this go like right yeah. yeah and sometimes i have an appointment like i go to the bathroom sometimes at work and i'm like god snot <laughs> 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 and everything <laughs> but i feel so much better i feel so much better it's just like a weight has been right yeah. so i i will say i commit anybody who just be like you know what i gotta let it go i gotta just like yeah. when you gotta go to the bathroom you can hold no more yeah. right like i admire and love people love when people cry right. i think for me it's like unlearning the habit right. of like mm-hmm. bottling things up and like all feeling your yeah, feelings, right. you know. But it's really hard when you're just not somebody that's like naturally like. Right. Yeah. I gotta go cry about this. I'm more like, okay, we're gonna figure it out. Right. Exactly. <laughs> same. Yeah. 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 So yeah, same. My car probably twice a year. Yeah. We've played probably twice a year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As long as you got a shoulder to cry on too. Yeah. It's it's I don't. It's my pillow. But <laughs> <laughs> you just say you got a best friend, friend, so you not you not out here. Yeah, like, I, I ain't do, got but, but I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be like I'm not gonna cry and be on top of that. Oh my god, I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I had an emotional day. Right, today. emotional day today. Like, what was I was like, it was a bit of whirlwind. <laughs> Somebody getting this, somebody getting this conversation, right. Right? getting it off of me. Right. But I also make sure my friend is good that she can handle that emotional energy. Right. She does. I, I don't. Okay I don't want to transfer that because you never know. What right. Right. What they're going. And right. you know what? I was telling my best friend that too because I was like, you know, you never know what somebody else is going right. through. So right. it's just like you, you can't always be the one pouring on yeah, other people because yeah. other people battling stuff too. So I had, I try to make sure. My best friend is Demetra in a good headspace yeah. because I think that life. also shows like <laughs> maturity and accountability and like just you know being okay with saying hey I have this going on but what you have going on right first. so it's like a kind of like a selfless movement right like, uh, yeah. thing of just like making sure like they can receive what I right. have before I just unleash it you know right. and I think that's a boundary thing too like mm-hmm. I don't want to overstep boundaries and be like forget what she got going right. on right you know yeah. me, me, me 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 I'm not that type because I don't want to receive that so right. I, yeah. I just try to make sure that okay I'm good so what do you have you right because I'm super sensitive so yeah. <laughs> I'm a filler and I'm like nope I can't I can't with this <laughs> exit left <laughs> y'all Seems like we moved into self care. Yes, okay. <laughs> and, and you know, sometimes no different. Sometimes we all, it just it turns right, into that, which it is does, fine because you know, does. I mean, it is you know what other people need to hear. Right, in, like, different ways they can you know maneuver. Yeah, space, and we let so. the spirit move. Okay, and just move it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right um, but just real quick, because uh, we don't have much time. Right? Okay, but I was just wondering, just just in your line of work, and just what are one of the biggest needs that you think the community lacks right now? Um, I think right now it's access. Like, I just access to things. Sometimes, you know, like the programs out there, the resources out there, but it's accessibility. And I think oftentimes people create programs and not the right people who are empathetic and mm, compassionate right. and have been through these things create true. programs like okay this is what the community needs mm-hmm. but it's like no you really need to listen to the community and, and exactly. see and that hear what true. it is because it might be a great program but it's not a good program if nobody right. can get to it right. or mm-hmm. if it's you know there's a lot of barriers in accessibility so i think right, right. now it's like it's access like 
even with gas prices mm-hmm. right now, you can't expect people to go pick up a check for their utility bill if they can't even afford to get to it. So, right. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's what I would say. Yep. Okay. I agree. I If I can just piggyback off of what Demetra said, um, I feel like the most important thing is knowing your community. Um, you know, a lot of people think just because if they have, like, the money and they can just come in and be like, Oh yeah, I think they need X, Y, and Z. I'm gonna yeah. give them this. It's more so no, like, no, do your research. Right. Know like, who do you know who you're serving? Have you conducted a community needs assessment? Have you mm-hmm. put people in place who are actually from their community who know their people? Yeah, you right. know? So my thing is it's like don't come into somebody else territory and you have mm-hmm. ne- you don't know anything about it. Like do your research so you can know what to bring to them so we can you know, improve their overall well-being. Mm-hmm. So I feel like what Demetra said, access and knowing your community. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I like that. Mm-hmm. Though. That's important. Yes. I think, again, people kind of, it's like overshadowed a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. So who are any notable women you would like to, you guys like to give a shout out to, give them their flowers while they're yet still alive. Yes. We already honored mamas. Mamas going to get their day too. But yes. anybody else that you feel like that maybe could have been a mentor you know, that could have helped you along your path. But, you know, shout out that you would like to give to any women out there. Can we do two? Yeah, we got it. Oh, you got it. We shout out all the women. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. in particular, you know. Right. Like, shout out. We're going to give really, the spotlight. You know what? Since it's Women's Month, I do want to give a shout out to all the women because I feel like we go so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And no matter what we go through, we still have to keep fighting. You know, it's like we got to figure it out. We always got to figure it out. But I want to give a shout out to my mom again, because even though she struggled with a lot of things, she still remains strong and she, you know, she's not afraid to be herself and she's very like open to being herself. So I love that about my mom. She's always true to herself. I love that. And can't nobody ever take that away from her. Okay. I have to say my aunt, okay. my aunt, my aunt, let me tell you something. That lady right there go above and beyond for Everybody in our family. I love her for that. And I just got to say, like, she's a strong, she's a strong woman. We all strong women. But yeah. listen, that lady is strong. I don't care what nobody say. So I have to say, I want to give a shout out to those two. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to moms yeah, and aunts. Right. What's up, man? What's up? Hey. 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 Okay, Um, I would say my sisters love yes. my sisters. So my mom's sisters, of course. Um, my business partner. I think my business partner is a very resilient. Her name is Mona. Um, we are really trying to do some good work back home and even you know like in in the states too. But just hearing her story, I mean, her and I just bounce ideas off of each other. Like we really are hoping to move our business forward and, and really move the needle in a lot of the needs, the community mm-hmm. needs back home. So definitely, Mona, um, have to shout her out. And honestly, just like the circle of female friends that I have, yep. the, the women that I surround myself with, um, they're always rooting for me, and I don't really have to like go down a list of names because they know who they are. Um, so yeah. Those are, those are my people yeah. that I love to shout out. I want to give one more shout out to, okay. to my close circle of friends. Y'all know yeah. who y'all are too? Mm-hmm. I don't got to call y'all out, but hey. I love y'all too. Love nice. friends. Big up to friend circle and family. All right, before we wrap it up. All right. So I just want to quick. One thing, just one thing, if you just guys one. can think. Just one okay. advice would you give your younger self? 
the sun will rise again. Okay. Right. I like that. Oh, I like that one, Demi. I would have to say love yourself first. Mm. All good stuff. Yeah. I love it, y'all. Well, it's yeah. been a joy having you guys here yes. for our next yes. round of just wrapping up women's history. Yes. What's going to say? Women's history. Women's month. You know, we spotlight all those that trailblaze came before us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's setting the tone for those who going to come after us. You know, yeah. we appreciate y'all for being here, sharing your experience mm-hmm. in the community. We know we need these access and these resources and it's showing or it. sharing yes. uh, those best practices and how we can access that. Um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure. Uh, Jess, yes. you got anything else before we yeah. No, just shout out to y'all for being here. Yeah. Thank, Thank you for y'all having for us. having us. All right, again, yeah. this is Ty, also known as Beautifully Fit One. And this is Jess, also known as Jess Kicking It. All right, stay tuned for our next episode. Bye. Bye.